What is up, fellow Zeros? Thanks for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that did not call Diane a failed actress. That is a deep cut. It is. It's crazy deep. It's a great line. I'm Joe, as usual, and joining me here to talk to you about Shaun of the Dead, I have two other bar snacks. Nice. Thanks. And their names are returning from last week's sequel. The podcast has come to get you, Barbara. Nice. And returning from Europe, Corey. The podcast is going to kill the queen. The jukebox. And Good put, choices. Good yeah, choices. I also put an honorable mention of the podcast where for a hero we're quite, we're quite a hypocrite. My other one was the podcast that says that dogs can't look up. I thought about it. <laughs> dogs can't look up. What? Yes, yeah, so a Shaun of the Dead. And this is listener request movie number four. Whoa. Of like nine. Let's just keep bringing them on. Let's yeah, just keep doing it. We got... We got nothing to do until Joker, so might as well. Oh my god, that's still a way away. That's still October. October. But before that, we've been watching other things, and Corey, why don't you kick us off? Alright, so I had long plane rides, but once I physically landed in Ireland, I didn't really watch nearly as much as I would have liked. Sure. Um, Understandable. You were seeing the sights? Yeah, I saw a lot of sights. That was definitely something I was watching. I saw all your Instagram pictures, so you saw plenty of sights, can confirm. Yeah, it was a lot. But on the plane ride there, I watched Endgame because it was there. I could almost guarantee that you had watched that. Oh, it, I almost... How long is this flight? Can I watch it twice? I almost watched... There was just enough time, flying time, for me to have watched Infinity War and Endgame back-to-back. Wow. Did you do that? I did not. Oh, regret. I almost did. I almost did it. That's um, a lot. That it it would have been a lot. But it would have been really cool to see it like just kind of like essentially flow one into the other. Yes, it would have been very cool to see that. Maybe I couldn't handle that. This is how my emotions would just... I'd be five and a half hours of... See, the thing is, I almost would... I almost want to do it at some point just to see if the two combined create a more complete, like, three-act movie. Like, if you can just meld them together and actually make one three-act movie or each have to stand as a three-act show on the The end of Infinity War and the beginning of Endgame just become act two. Essentially. Yeah. Well, the origi- it was originally Infinity War Part 1 and 2. Yeah. They switched it up. Yeah, they switched the name. We're not calling it that. <laughs> Marvel don't do two parts. <laughs> so, I also... So, instead of watching um, Infinity War for, like, the 28th time, I ended up watching... It's a lot. I watched it so many times since it's gone on Netflix. It's insane. I, I instead watched Pet Cemetery. The, the new, new one? one? The new one, yes. That movie nice. is fucking awful. I didn't hear good things. It is so bad. I want to say 58 on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, God. If it's that high, I will be shocked. I'm going to say shocked. 45. It should be in like the mid-30s. It should be like 35 to 37. 57. Wow. wow. That's way too high for that movie. It's almost fresh. Came close. It is It is real, real bad. There's right rules. I would have been wrong. <laughs> there's no good suspense built in. Like, it just... Like, the movie just happens to you the whole like love of Stephen King is like the suspense that it builds and like what's happening and like the supernatural things not being really like understood it's like it's all just spoon fed to you so it's like it just didn't do it for me is dead better Corey what (laughs) sorry so yeah that was that I did I did end up watching Infinity War again by the way when I was sitting in my classroom yesterday I just remembered that Uh, the other thing I watched on the plane ride home was the most recent season of True Detective. 
with Marshala Ali. Yep, and Ray Fisher and um, oh god, what is it? Marshala, 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 Marshala. Oh god, the other guy is um, he's in a couple of things, and I can't put my finger on what they are right now. Oh, this is terrible audio. Sorry. I didn't watch season three because I really hated season two. Uh, it's a lot better than season two. That's what I heard. I, I didn't despise season two as much as everybody else did, but it um it's still substantially better. Steve, uh, nope. <laughs> it's going to drive me nuts. Uh, Stephen Dorff? It is Stephen Dorff. Stephen yeah. Dorff from Blade. Yes, yes. Stephen Dorff from Blade. Boom. Also in the movie The Gate. Ever see that? Mm-mm. Check that out. One Stargate? Day. Nope. I've got two episodes left of True Detective. We, me and Pam, were planning on only watching like two, and then switching to like a movie or something. So we didn't like spend the whole flight just binging one show. Like you have all these options, we couldn't, we couldn't keep, we couldn't stop. Like we just kept being like, all right, one more. Thought the way home. Out. Yeah, that was the way home. So, and then I got here, and I really haven't watched much else. But so that's what I've been watching. So you can keep the train rolling. What have you been watching? Two shows and a movie. Um, the boys. I started and finished it. Yeah, you watched that as well, Joe. I sure did. Corey started it. Is, it, it, it I have not started yet. It is on the short list. I want to finish True Detective, uh, finish Jessica Jones, and finish like one or two other things. I've got like one thing left. I did forget one thing. Fuck my life. You can go back. Mind uh, the new season of Mind Hunters. Okay, sure. It was really good. Really, really good. David Fincher. Yeah. Yes. 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 So, I'm sorry. The Boys. How was The Boys? It's one of the most fucked up in a good way shows I've ever seen. Okay. It's crazy what they do. And I don't want to spoil anything for you. I appreciate that. But, yeah, yeah this one, you, I, it will, it I know will, you don't normally care about spoilers, but just no, exp- I mean, experience it. That's the thing. Like, I'm not going to be mad if somebody spoils something for me, like if it just happens, but I don't actively seek them generally. I concur with sequels assessment. Yeah. I really like it, but I also don't like it at times. It's me. We talked earlier, Joe. Season two, I think, is going to be awful. Season two has a big potential to fail because yes. of how off the wall season one already is. Exactly. But uh, yeah, it's, it's incredibly entertaining. I assume a season two is already green lit. I haven't heard. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. Um, second show, uh, 13 Reasons Why Season 3 dropped today, the day we're recording, so I watched the first two episodes of that. You were off today, weren't you? I was. My off Friday. Nice. Good for you. Yep. Yeah, that show is uh, messed up as well, but I just want to see what happens to everybody. Invested. That, that's where we're at now. They can't make a season four. They just can't do it. They, they I can. Can't believe, I can't believe they got it to three. If I'm being well, three. They're, they're changing the whole concept of the show now. It's uh, now it's it's a whodunit. Oh Jesus Christ! But it's I like whodunit. So like I I'm I'm intrigued. It's just I feel the first season was so well, incredibly well made. Season two is bad. Blockbuster. Yeah. And this is like okay. I just really want to know what happens at this point. Just get to the end. Just finish the stupid <laughs> show. Pretty much. And then uh, today I saw Peanut Butter Falcon. And? I, this is, again, a little bit of a letdown because I was looking forward to this for so you long. You built it up so much. And it wasn't playing in our area for the longest time. Now it's got the wide release. And this movie needs to be 20 minutes longer and they need 
five million more dollars. It's okay. very, very low budget. I like the story. I like the characters. They have the potential for greatness. They just need a little bit more. The end, you they clearly ran out of money and time. And it's so rushed, like the last four or five minutes of it. That's unfortunate. Yeah. It's like 90 minutes, isn't it? Yep. Mick Foley's in it. How is Mick Foley in it? He, like, how does he do? Or is he a good actor? He... Yeah, um, no, no. How does he do in it? He's fine. He's um in it for a couple scenes. He plays a referee. Okay. Nice. Jake the Snake's also in it. Is he really? Is yeah. Mr. Sacco nice. in it? No. Mr. Oh. Sacco does not make an appearance. Mick Foley is not playing Mick Foley. I know. Either. Yeah, it would have been cool, but... That would have been weird, actually. That would have been like a crazy, too many layers situation. Jake the Snake's from the island, too, isn't he? I don't think so. Okay. I know that... I think he's from New Jersey, actually. I think. He was at a, a family, like, a family friend's birthday party when I was a kid. So I know I've met Jake the Snake and, like, hung out with him before, but... Wow, Jake the Snake is actually credited when, like, you Google him as an American actor. Yeah. Disagree. He, I mean, it's his job yeah, as a wrestler. A wrestler. He acts. Yeah. Oh, he was born in Texas. We were not close. Nope. He may have moved to Jersey at some point. Because but... I think the... Does Mickey Rourke's wrestler take place in New Jersey? Yes. Because he's the original, like... He's the guy it's based off of. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. His first name is Aurelian? That's Jake, amazing. Who? Jake the Snake? Jake Roberts. Yeah, Aurelian's Jake Smith Jr., Better known by the ring name Jake the Snake Roberts. Total subject change. You know Dak Prescott? Dak is short for Dakota. No. I didn't know that. That's nuts. I'm going to make fun of him so much more now. That's fair. <laughs> it blew my mind when I found out Reggie Bush's name was short for Reginald. I was like, his name is just Reginald? <laughs> Reginald Bush. And I started calling him that. It was great. Terrible, terrible name. That was, Poor guy. That was a great tangent we went on. <laughs> I mean, it's football season. We're back. Yeah. We're back into that. Back in the swing of things. Get used to it. Yeah, you're going to hear a lot of it, guys. Sorry if that's not your bag. Baby. Nice. But yeah, so I feel with the Peanut Butter Falcon, I built it up like I built up uh, Welcome to Marwin. And this is significantly better than Welcome to Marwin. So. That makes sense. Yep. Because it's got like a 94 and Marwin had like a 20-something from critics. Yeah, and Zach Goddison, I think his name is. He did, he's incredible in it. He does a really, really good job. Is he the... Oh, whoa. Your pop filter just took a nosedive. That was crazy. Oh. Hey. But he plays the lead that's not Shia LaBeouf, right? That's yes. him? Okay. Shia's very good in it, too. He's usually good in things. He might be crazy off camera, but he's a good actor. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. I'm going to play with this, but... Uh... <laughs> I, I would I would advise we stop talking while Sequel plays with this because it's probably registering. Pop filters are the worst, guys. Yeah, they really are. I really find them to be quite annoying. I don't even know how much they do. I I have not found. It might fall much later, change. But we're good. Joe, what have you been watching? Hold on, I gotta snooze the computer. Okay. So it doesn't restart. That would be very bad. Ready? Yep. Joe, what have you been watching? I watched. Besides The Boys, I watched two other... I guess I can call one a movie and one's a stand-up special. I watched the new Jim Gaffigan stand-up special on Amazon. How was it? Called Quality Time. It's alright. He has some hits in there. He talks less about food than normal, so that helped. I thoroughly dislike Jim Gaffigan stand-up. Really? Thoroughly dislike it. I'm not a Jim Gaffigan guy either. I'm not really, like, 
I don't have as strong as an opinion as you, Corey, yeah. but I'm, it's not something I'm like, ooh, Jimmy Affigan, like, I'm yeah. a snack. His act gets old for me sometimes, but when he hits, they're usually very good. I forgot what I just said. The hits don't always register, but when they do... Well, I mean, his material doesn't always register, but when he when there's a hit, I'm usually pretty amused by it. I, I don't know. It, I think it's just the way that he does, like, the timing where he, like, talks for a second, and then he does, like the second person listening to him and he does like that weird high high pitched voice it just it just grades on me after three to five minutes all right so you probably won't enjoy the hour and 15 minute special probably not and the other thing i watched is a movie it's a documentary it was on hulu it's the amazing jonathan documentary that's the title amazing jonathan if you don't know is a comedic musician like he had not musician magician oh cool yeah he has a Comedy Magic Act. I've seen him on Comedy Central a bunch of times. I think it's a great act. I was expecting a cool documentary about his life, and it ends up just kind of devolving into the fact that other people are also making a documentary about him at the same time. Huh. Strange. There's like three or four documentaries being made on him in the course of this documentary, which ends up... It's a weird turn that I didn't necessarily love because it's not the movie I signed up for. So it's okay. I think it's a Hulu exclusive, but... It's on there if anybody wants to watch it. Just now you know what you're getting yourself into. Less magic than I wanted. At one point when we got into one of the hotels in Ireland, I was just flipping around the channels to see like what was on. And the only thing I could find was Penn and Teller's Fooled Us. I, love, I like that show. I like that show. I really enjoy that show too. But here's a fun fact about Penn and Teller's Fooled Us. Uh, there's an, a, a British version of it. It's still the same show. Called Penn and Teller's Jokas. No, no, still called Fool Dust. It's just Alison Hannigan is not the host. Who's the host? I don't know, some British guy. Oh yeah, I've seen. I watch clips of it on YouTube all the time because I've never seen like the actual show in its entirety. Yeah. And there is sometimes a British dude. And yeah. okay, yep, this I, makes I sense. And and I and granted, I I've never watched the show on television either. I'm always on YouTube watching them. It's on Channel Eleven. But I don't know if it's like if they changed and Alison Hannigan just isn't doing it anymore and they brought in the British guy or if it's like Alison Hannigan does the filmings for the American show and then they do a separate one for overseas and have that guy. I, I don't know. Hmm. Are the magicians on the British version British? Yes. That makes That's sense. probably yeah. a British version. It's just like they I guess they just record them back to back and but it's a lot of fun. It's it's actually really fun trying to figure out what Penn and Teller or what Penn is saying like when he's trying like when he's saying that like he didn't get fooled because he always says something in there that like hints at what the the trick was well I like how they don't reveal it yeah well they don't reveal it but he says something that's like mm-hmm. hints at it so then I go back and be like what is he maybe that's how he did it like it, a dude pulled a, a metal chain through his stomach in like the episode I watched, and Penn was like, "I'm sure you don't want me to come up there and pat you on the back." And the guy's like, "Yep, yep, you got me." And then like walked off stage, which led me to believe that the guy like switched them out behind him or something like that. Could be. So. We don't know. We don't know. We're not magicians, we and not. if we were, we wouldn't reveal our secrets. I would. Wow, you'd be the worst magician. They would hate you. Yeah. And that's what we've been watching. Cool. Let's do. We know. Yeah, what are we doing on the movie facts? Movie facts. Movie facts. They're all the way over there. We never decided what we're doing next week, by the way. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. did we? Is it Resident Evil? Yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> cool. Shaun of the Dead from 2004. It's rated R and it runs for an hour and 39 minutes. Directed by Edgar Wright. 
It stars Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, Kate Ashfield, Lucy Davis, Dylan Moran, Penelope, nope, Penelope Wilton, and Bill Nye. I assume that's how you pronounce his name. Yes. I don't know. How did you pronounce it? Nye? Nye? I okay. think that's correct, yeah. Because I don't think it's Bill Nye. It's, it's not. It's definitely not. I was trying to figure out, I was like, I wanted to see if like, you actually pronounce the G, because it, it looks like you should, the G should be silent. Like, it spells night with a Y. Yeah, it does. But, I don't know. Budget is $6.1 gross $30 million, $13 million domestic. It feels weird to say domestic for a clearly British movie, but, you know. That domestic number is our domestic number? I think so. As far as the movie is scored, we got Rotten Tomatoes, 92%. Certified fresh. Audience for Rotten Tomatoes, 93%. IMDb, 7.9 out of 10. Metacritic, 76. And a user score of 8.7. That's it. No Oscars, nothing to announce, so... We'll move on to our general thoughts about the movie, letting you know, spoiler-free, what we thought of it. Hey, Sequel, what'd you think of it? It was a lot of fun. I've seen it a number of times. I think I was kind of late to the party for this one. Like, people were talking about it for many years before I sat down and watched it. So, 2017. When did it come out? 2004. Yeah, probably around 2017. Really? Wow, no, I was no, joking. No, not that. Not that. Maybe 2012. I don't know. But yeah, it's a lot of... It's funny. Um... I'm not a big zombie genre movie person, but I like picking up on the references of all the famous zombie movies that they cover. And uh, very clever, um, the writing. Edgar Wright does a good job. I think Simon Pegg co-wrote it with uh, Edgar Wright. Sure. And yeah, I'm a big Simon Pegg fan, so yeah, this movie's aces for me. Corey, was it also aces for you? I really enjoyed this movie. Uh I don't know that I enjoyed it as much this time around as I did the last time I saw it. I feel like sometimes with these comedy movies, it's diminishing returns the more you see it. And I've seen this movie a, a number of times over the course of the years. So this particular watch, I didn't. It didn't like grab me like it usually does. Uh, it doesn't take away from how good the movie is, though. There's a number of moments in this movie that just kind of come out of left field and hit me, and I'm just like, <laughs> did not see that coming, and I'm really happy they did that. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's good. It's, it's, there's a couple of subtle things I noticed in this watch though, that I really appreciated more than I think I've ever appreciated it before. And I can't wait to get into it. I agree. I really enjoy this movie. It's, uh, it's got those quick quips in it. So it's got really good subtle humor in there that I enjoy. I enjoy the little references they make to the zombie movies. Obviously the Barber one yep. that you already said. Cross that one off the list. <laughs> I mean, I have seen this movie a lot. I think it's like the sixth time I've watched it. So I didn't laugh as hard as I have. But like there's one movie, there's one moment in this movie. It's just one of those moments that just like I'm in stitches watching it and I have to rewind it like five more times because I'm a crazy person when I watch movies alone. I'm kind of interested to see if it's if it's mine. I hope it is. All right. Is it short and sweet? Yes. Okay, good. It might be. It might be the same one as me. <laughs> I, hope, I really hope it is now that we're building it up. Those are our general thoughts for Shaun of the Dead. From here on out, we're going to be spoiling it, so if you haven't seen it, this is your last chance to get out spoiler-free. We're going to get into the specifics starting right now. So the thing that I picked up this time around that I really, really enjoyed, and I don't know... Oh, I should say, they definitely did it... Like, it was definitely a choice, and I don't know why I didn't notice it until today. But before the outbreak happens, when he's traveling around... Like when he's leaving his his flat and going to work, 
everybody that's walking around the streets or is on the bus or whatever already looks like zombies. Like, there's a subtle hint that, like, you're all already zombies before the outbreak happens. Well, in the opening credits, they kind of hinted that as well. Like, everyone on their phone. Yeah, exactly. And then, but, like, there's that shot when, when he's going, when he's on the bus going to work, that literally everybody is just, like, staring blankly ahead, just, like, mouth, Mm -hmm. like, agape. I'm like, and for whatever reason, I just never noticed it. I guess I wasn't really looking at the whole picture. Usually, but like it, it just caught me this time. I was like, you know what? That's really, really good, like subtle use of like one, what's coming, and two, it's all it's kind of already here. It's a nice little social commentary to like jab in there. Social commentary, foreshadowing. Yeah, <laughs> we have so much to say. Has anyone been Sean for Halloween? Because I feel like that's a really no easy Halloween costume. I mean, people have. I just haven't. I have not. I don't really enjoy Halloween. So I try not to. What? I hate. I hate that holiday so much. Hallows has not come up before. We're we're pausing Shaun of the Dead right now. (laughs) Yep. Okay. We don't have to break this down, but like personal history or just yes. Yes. So my um. If it's really personal, we don't have to get into it. No, no, no. Especially not on the podcast, Corey. No, God, no. So I um when I was in high school, my senior year of high school, uh, I started to drive, and when you start to drive, you need to start paying for car insurance. So I got the first job that a place would hire me for like i went around to a bunch of like target and spirit halloween not spirit halloween but like another one of those type of stores a halloween Um, competitor yeah pick a random one of those similar to spirit halloween one of those Corey's halloween depot got it they just like they take over a store that's not doing well for like the season yeah spirit halloween does it too where's gonna be around here so Long story short, I walk in there and the manager's like, do you mind making an ass out of yourself? I'm like, no, I'm outgoing. It's like, I don't mind this at all. Put on this donkey costume. He, it was a Spider-Man costume. And I stood out for 20, 25 hours a week, standing on the corner with a sign in a Spider-Man costume. Now that by itself shouldn't make a person hate Halloween. But the fact that I would spend all of those hours getting things thrown at me from the windows of cars that drove by. Oh, people. Yeah, like, it was... That's the, fucked up. What was the best one? The best one I had. By best, you mean worst? Yeah, or the most ridiculous, I should say. I have questions. Yeah, no problem. Um, I had one dude willingly pull his car over, get out of his car, and throw a cigar at my chest. I don't know why he had to get out of the car to... Just to clarify for everyone, this was in New Jersey, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one kid One kid tried to throw like a, like a, one of those like soft footballs, like those small hand footballs. Nerf football? Yeah, like a Nerf football. This was a Nerf football. He tried to throw a Nerf football at me, but he forgot to roll down his window. <laughs> That's so awesome. It, it hit the window, hit him in the face, and actually caused an accident. And Oh, the accident part is not cool, but the Thor Ragnarok part is pretty great. Thoroughly disagree. That motherfucker got exactly what he deserved. Wow. He forgot to roll down the window. Was he window. driving? Yeah. Oh, God. Wait. So you were on the left side of the road? Yeah. So you had to drive. Like, the balls on that guy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It was, it was one of those things. Was your sign one of those arrow signs that no. you had to play? No, no. no. I, it was not that. It was like... So much worse. <laughs> you didn't have all the moves? No, God, no. Was it, it was literally bed? just like... It was like a two-by-four. It was like a sign for the store, a, like... Zip tied to a two by four. So you just just stood there and waved. And... Yep, essentially picketed. 
Spider-Man's on strike. And, and the more and more I thought about it as I was doing the job, the more and more it didn't make any sense. I'm like, people either are or aren't going to come in and buy costumes here. Me standing here isn't drumming up business. They see the huge inflatable, like, witches and spiders and shit on the front of the building. They know it's a costume store. Like, why am I here? Like, you probably could have just affixed the sign to something. Yeah. Yep. And had the same effect. I was also across the street from a mall, and the mall had its own set of, like, Halloween costume stores, so they had, like, a huge problem with my company's costume store. So where I was standing, or, like, if I stood right at, like, the entrance to, like, the parking lot for the building... I was on mall property, so I wasn't allowed to be there. So I had to walk down to the corner, which is where there was an abandoned, like, Chili's. The Chili's that had, like, shut down. But that wasn't part of the mall property. So I had to stand, like, probably half to three-quarters of a mile away from the actual store. With a sign that said, Halloween store, half mile this way. (laughs) Yeah, more or less. (laughs) So ever since that, I've just never been a huge fan of the holiday, personally. Well, I'm sorry that that ruined it for you, because... God, I hope you reconsider one day. Halloween's I love Halloween. great. I love Halloween movies. I That's, love the time yeah, like, of like year Halloween, Halloween parties. On. Parties and then the movies. That's I don't trick or treat. Fuck it. <laughs> I know. I understand that you can't put on a Spider-Man costume without having flashbacks. It's pretty bad. Now, I guess the only draw is if you're a mom with little kids is driving down the street and they're going for Halloween costumes and the kids go apeshit seeing Spider-Man and go, "We want to go to that store." Yeah. There's a competitor across the street. Yeah. That would be the only reasoning I can come up with. There's not a lot of pros to outweigh these cons. I mean, that does happen around here. You see, like, sure. Winnie the Pooh on the corner so waving. The, and... Generally speaking, the way that those those like businesses and companies work is like the person that they hire to go stand out on the street corner in a costume gets to pick whatever costume he wants or she wants. Are you... So you pick Spider-Man? I was, it was suggested to me that the best costume to wear was the Spider-Man one. And then I kind of just got into, like, the trend after I wore it one day. I was like, I'm not going to, like, keep pulling costumes off the shelf and essentially ruining did, them. So Did you get to keep the Spider-Man costume? By the, by the time Halloween was over, that thing was wrecked. I not stood out, not I, answering my question. <laughs> no, I burnt that shit. I, like, left it on the corner and, like, burnt it. <laughs> so technically, yes. Yeah, kind of, I guess so. The employees of that store are mostly kids, and it's their first job, and they have no idea what the hell's going on. And they're all over the place. Yeah. Like, there's usually 30 people working at one time. Yeah, they, they pay... They pay no one knows where them. anything is. And they're just standing yeah. around texting or talking. It's really terrible, it actually. Yeah, it's a it terrible <laughs> environment for shopping. It's not conducive to retail and mine, commerce. Mine wasn't quite that bad. Mine, mine had mostly somewhat older, competent people work there. But the problem with the, these businesses is that November 1st comes around and... They're carnivals. They're traveling carnival. Well, every, yeah, everything's like 80% off at that point. Yeah, but they also start laying people off. So if you're yeah. looking for a steady oh, yeah. job, you're not... See, it's certainly a seasonal position. Yeah. yeah. Which is why it's great for kids. I would go in there once a year, look at the new masks, and then leave. <laughs> Makes sense to me. We should start a year-round Halloween store. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they've tried that already, and there's a reason that they're yeah. all like, taking over businesses that like don't a, do anything. There's a pretty legitimate costume store around here. Most people shop online now, anyway. Can I get a sick Spider-Man costume? Probably. Like a legit one. Almost definitely. Let's go right now. <laughs> All right, so that's uh, we we got. That was a fun segue. Yeah. Back to Shaun of the Dead. For sure. A lot of subtle humor in this, where they introduce something and they go back to it later. 
Best example of this is when Ed's playing video games and Sean sits down to have a conversation with him and he goes top left on it, reload, got it. That scene happens in real life later on in the movie and it's funny. Yeah. And plus that helps him be way more competent with the gun. Yes. Ed keeps answering the phone. I like the fact that we actually meet that character early on and like you just have to be clever to make the connection of who's calling him. Do you guys know? Who's well, we met the character? Yeah. I don't remember who? that. It's the teen that's talking back to Sean in the store. That's what they're talking back and forth about drugs. Do you have any? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's re- is it really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. When do we find that out? It's just part of the movie. It's, okay. Yeah. You just know it if you know it? Well, you can hear his voice when he answers the phone. Like, yeah, I got nothing. I can't really talk right now. You can tell it's him. Shit. <laughs> Two seconds. Two seconds. <laughs> The part that I laugh at probably the most is his stupid team anagram when he's addressing the kids in the store. There's no I in team, but there is a me. There's an I in meat pie. It's an anagram of team. This is so awkward, and I don't don't know why I find it funny. I do find it odd he says he's 29. He doesn't look 29. No, he doesn't. He looks like 43. See, but the the question is, is he actually that much older? Like, so is it... That his character is supposed to actually be 29? Probably. Or, or is it that he's older than that and he's saying he's 29 to not make it seem so sad that he's working at a shitty electronic store as I, an adult? I want to say he's actually 29. Okay, that's fair. That's the way I took it. Yeah. If you're curious, Simon Pegg is 49 right now. So in 2004. So he was 34. Okay. So he's not that far he's off, but... No. Yeah. He's tailgating. So the one that gets me every time. Oh yes, please, please! I hope this is the same one. No I'll be pressure. right back. I want to see if there's anybody there. And he climbs up the ladder to the. Oh, it's so close. The swing. But that is a great one. That's like the second. Okay, which one is it for you? Uh, when they're trying to go to the bar on foot. Have you ever heard of a shortcut? A dress jump over the fence. <laughs> the fence falls. <laughs> That's why I love the payoff for that in Hot Fuzz. Like the connection. Is I don't remember there. that at all. Because he's like a all star cop in Hot Fuzz. Have you you've seen Hot Fuzz? Once, yeah. yes. Only once. Okay. Only once. So, yeah, he's with his with Nick Frost, and he goes, "Well, let's just chase him through the gardens." And he's like, "Through the gardens?" He's like, yeah. Have you ever heard of a, sh- uh, of a shortcut? And he jumps over all the fences perfectly. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So i I can see the I can see the 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 fence one doing it for you. For me, it was just, again, I didn't laugh nearly as much this time than I have other times, but when when he did that, he's like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go see see what it looks like, and he just climbs up this little ladder, (laughs) and again, it's like- And he comes back down. How is it? (laughs) How many are there? Lots. Lots. (laughs) But it's like, and it's that classic British humor where like, they don't like- pan away it's the exact same shot you're just looking at his ankles at the top of a short slide yeah like that you could have done a million different ways to like cut that scene like more traditionally but they saved money doing that and it's and it's so good yeah is the coast clear no how many are there lots (laughs) it's amazing how many of like the main party die in this yeah. Yeah. Oh, all it is a zombie movie too. that usually only yeah. two people survive. And usually, that's... it's the romantic couple. Yep. It fits. Mm-hmm. I like when he runs into the girl that he probably should be with, like the one that they like hint at like being like 
probably a better relationship for him. Ross, Ross, I don't know. Rose, I don't remember her name, but yeah, the the friend. Yeah, and they have like the exact same like layout of. Their posse is the same. Yeah, yeah. and I'm, as they cross, it's like you're they're crossing in the same order. Yep, I never noticed that one of her posse is Martin Freeman. Yeah. until this viewing, I was like, "Holy shit!" Which yeah, one, who's Martin that's, Freeman? That's um Holmes and from uh not Holmes. That's Watson from the uh, ben, Benedict Cumberbatch. I forget his character's name um, in the MCU. Yeah, he's uh, he's in Black Panther. Is Everett Ross? Yes. Oh, yes, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, he's the um, and Arthur Dent from Hitchhiker's Guide. He doesn't speak at all in this. It's just it's literally just his face making a cameo. I was like, "It's Martin Freeman. That's awesome." He's he's um Bilbo Baggins in the new Hobbit franchise. Yes, in the yes, Hobbit he series. Is. I've never seen those, and I try not to think about them because apparently they're bad. Yeah, they could be a lot worse, but they could be a lot better. I think Chris Elliott's in this for like half a second, also. Really? When they're watching TV at the end and they're flipping through all the uh, the news bulletins, I think Chris Elliott's where is talking about his zombie aid charity. He's wearing a T-shirt. It looks just like him. Oh. It could be totally <laughs> off base though. Yeah, I don't know. In that, I can't come in that group of five, the one at the end that is essentially Nick Frost's counterpart group wise is actually one of the companions in one of the more recent seasons of Doctor Who too. Not that that matters to anybody, but jam packed. Like, well, I'm sure someone cared. Yeah. I recognize it. I was, and I didn't know him before Doctor Who, so last time I had seen this was quite a bit ago. So to watch it this time and be like, oh, I recognize that guy now. It was fun. Diane is um, Pam in the British office. Is she really? Yes. And I think somebody in the posse that they pass is Jim. Really? I think so. That's wild. I watched all those stupid Watch Mojo top ten lists, and I think that was one of the facts. The other flatmate is. Um, I recognize that guy. The prince from he's the prince that that ends up working the hiring Andy in Parks and Rec. Huh. isn't he also oh. in the Nova Corps? Yes, in yep. Guardians. Okay, yeah. yeah. Martin Freeman is Jim in the British Office, apparently. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Yep. So you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So the um, that guy who's also in the Nova Corps is uh, he's always like oh, I really hate these guys in like the first Guardians movie. Mm-hmm. What a bunch of a hole. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Pete, Pete, oh prick, he's not in. <laughs> <laughs> the record scene's really fun. Throwing a different vinyl yeah. at the. Uh, at the zombies. At the zombies. Oh, yes. yes. Yep. Batman soundtrack. Throw it. Toss it. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. That was the second She's album. so of the drunk. The second album I've ever owned. Two seconds. He goes and gets the camera. Yep. I like the basis of the story, too. I enjoy that it's a guy who doesn't really have his life together, whose relationship is on the rocks. He's got one friend who's even more useless than he is, which is saying a lot. And well, he's not really that useless. He's a manager of the store. Like he's no, he was only filling in because the the real manager was ill. Yes, he's uh, yeah. the most senior salesperson. Yeah, never mind that. I take it so like you know, he's pretty much living a dead end existence, and his friend who's living on his couch is even living a more dead end existence. And how they navigate those waters is an interesting is an interesting foundation to lay on because this is where people like that would thrive. Right? Like, that's kind of the idea. Is like, it doesn't matter 
how good or like rich or poor you are in the zombie apocalypse. If you can survive, you can survive. Exactly. And he seems content in his lifestyle, which is, I think is an admirable trait. I mean, he has a job, he has his own place with, with roommates and he, you know, he would love to hang out on the couch all day with his buddy and I guess his girlfriend isn't too keen on that. That's that's the whole. Well, she wants to go room. out sometimes. But they wind up with that existence at the end of the movie. They both seem super okay with it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too, right? So they, she's dying for adventure. He's content, and because she's constantly like ragging on him for that adventure, he has an existential crisis of sorts. And then all of this happens. And by the end of it, she kind of realizes that, you know what, maybe it is okay to just... Well, they've been through a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, relationship was forged in the fire of an apocalypse, so... Don't want to die single. I will say that I think this is probably the most accurate, like, zombie situation movie. Because, like, he's so oblivious. Like, just, this is how people would respond. Like, he doesn't even notice... For as he's a while, passing all yeah. the zombies when he's going to get the Cornetto and the soda. Yes. Like, he doesn't even... He's just oblivious to the world. He doesn't realize that everyone is gone and be, has become flesh-eating zombies. That's a good, that's a good point. Because... Like, this until, is how it would actually happen. Especially early on, right? Like, they don't all... you Like, a zombie apoc- like a zombie breakout doesn't happen. And then they all, like, magically swarm up and herd together immediately. Like, it would take time... For zombies that are just kind of meandering around to r- bump into other zombies and realize that, and start to like make that like flow. So for the first like twenty minutes or so, when he's like just walking by like a singular zombie that's really no threat at all, he just walks past it without even recognizing it. He thinks it's still the homeless guy asking for change. Yeah. Nope. Sorry, can't do it. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of like our intro to zombies in other movies. Like twenty eight days later is like twenty eight days after it's all happened and the population is pretty much wiped out. Yep. And Night of the Living Dead, they just happen across somebody acting funky at a cemetery. So it's uh, yeah, I guess for modern times, this is like a what we would assume to be an accurate portrayal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even well, granted, we have gonna, no way of knowing. But... Exactly. I'm not going to bring up the my other example because we'll have to wait a week. Wow, that's three three in a row, guys. That is three zombie yeah, movies uh, in a row. Holy shit, we did that. Yeah. All okay. before Halloween month. I don't understand. We can what... still change it. It hasn't been announced. Not to be a nitpicky dick. Yes, the yes. difference between zombie movies and, and, and what affected, right? Yes, definitely. Sure. For sure. technically, they're not dead in I Am Legend. They're not because... dead in I Am Legend, nor are they unintelligent. Right. They're more on the mm-hmm. like monster vampire side of things. Like a monstrous vampire, as compared to a straight zombie. But yeah, that's one of my favorite jokes in this too. Is saying the word zombie. It's ridiculous. Don't say the Z word. word. (laughs) No one says the word zombie in zombie movies. Yeah, nobody ever calls them zombies. The Walking Dead doesn't call them zombies. Never. never I wonder if there's like they can't. I think there is a. I think there is a rule against somebody like owns the word zombie. They just can't use it. Say it a couple of times. Yeah, they do. Yeah, that's where all the budget money went. (laughs) Six million. It's well done. I mean, it's cheaply made. Oh, God, is that thunder? That sounds like thunder. I don't know. Crazy weather last past week. Seriously. Damaged my wife's car. Thunder? Well, the the branch that fell from oh. the car, yes. from the storm. But the thunderstorm itself, yeah. Damn. Yeah, it happens. It's a dent. It's not the end of the world. I honestly don't have a lot. Like, it, as good as this movie is and as fun as it is to 
to watch. It's it's not a movie that you can really sink your teeth into, and it's it's a straightforward zombie movie that it's they're... point A to point B with just quibs, solid jokes in in there. Yeah, it's and you can't sit here on this medium and repeat the jokes one because where you don't have the comedic timing of a Brit, and two speak for yourself. <laughs> Touche. Joe's really funny. He's have got to, to listen. listen. <laughs> I'm not British though. Yeah. Uh, and, and it would ruin the movie if you haven't seen it yet. Favorite scene? Favorite scene. Um, I guess the Kill the Queen. I like that song. I like Queen. It's like... Oh, the whole basic music video? Like the... Yes. Yeah, yeah that's also my favorite they scene. Make it out to be a rock concert with the light show and everything. The zombies look like they're actually like cheering a performance. They're hitting the pub proprietor in sequence with uh pool cues pool, pool. it just works out yeah, great it's, it's excellent it's good it's also got uh, what is my favorite line in the entire movie kill the queen <laughs> what the jukebox just because i mean again it's 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 english there it's england there is a queen so like i could see him saying that and people having to like double take there yep. but at the same time it's the apocalypse do exactly what you think you should be doing <laughs> like it's on random that's another good Payoff moments. It's on random. Who put this song on? It's on random. Tough to come off the least favorite for me, um, but yeah, that's your favorite also, Joe. Yep. What's your favorite? Uh, for the sake of being different, everything that happens in the shortcut between the fence and the... It's a great sequence of events. Yep. Yes. And he uses... He tr- he turns the um, tetherball thing into... Like, he thinks he can turn the oh, tetherball yeah, thing into a hit him with the ball. And he hits him in the ball and it just doesn't work, so he, like, stabs him There's through. There's, like, no, stab him, him with the ball. Yes. So that was, I mean, that that whole sequence of events is really funny for me. So I'll, I'll leave that as my favorite scene. Good choice, good choice. My least favorite aspect of this movie, it's tough to come up with one. I just hate the character of David. Yep, yep he we're sucks. We're supposed to hate the character of David, so it's well done. So it's my least favorite, but it's supposed to be my least favorite, so it works out. He's David's the... just an awful human being. He's the one person in the party you do not want. So I think I I I'm perfectly fine with my feeling of hatred toward David. I but it is going to relate to my least favorite and it's his girlfriend's reaction. So to him dying. That's also my least favorite. Because <laughs> it's like they just came up like they've just come to like this conclusion that like he doesn't really love her. They're like not meant to be together. She's just like hanging on knowing full well that she doesn't like won't gave him forever and then the second that he gets into trouble she like goes like running out after him like um eh. also that she, lucy davis is in wonder woman isn't she is she the assistant i think she's the assistant candy yeah no i think so unless you looked it up ahead of time i don't know damn it her face is like identical to her she looks a lot younger and a little bit skinner like thinner in this but beyond that Lucy Davis, Etta. Yes, you're right. Very good. Oh, nice. She's also in the British version of The Office. Yeah, she's Pam. Yeah. Oh, she's a... Pam. Yeah. You said that. Diane, you're right. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Sorry. Wow, she put on some weight for Etta. That's why. I just... She's very method. Yeah. <laughs> Unless that's very good makeup and hairstyling. So my least favorite is like just barely a J like. The most adjacent to yours it can be without being the same scene. Because it's not that she reacts like that. It's that she unlocks the door 
and tries to start beating zombies with her dead boyfriend's separated leg. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, this right. is the dumbest Super thing fun. that you're doing. How do you expect to do any... Day? You're hysterical, but not in a fun way. It's just dumb. Well, even when they were, like, hitting the bar proprietor with the pool cues, they, like, they were getting nothing done. Right. Well, this whole movie that's, is them doing the a lot of point. no damage. He's got a cricket battle, but he's not even aiming for the head. He's just, like, pushing zombies with yeah. it. Yes. They're terrible does, at this. Yeah, they're not very good at it. Agreed. For that scene, though, where David dies, I like how they did it. You can kind of tell how they did it, but it still looks, like, believable for the movie. That's yeah. Like, so it's it's a fake body in the crowd, and he just poking his head out. I like that. You can clearly tell that's what they're doing, but it's, like... I don't know. Yeah, but you'd, Fun you'd, for me. you'd have to be looking for it actively. Yeah. Because it works well enough. Especially with that budget. That's it's a good deal. Absolutely. Well done. We didn't touch on Sean's mom and stepdad at all. We didn't. Uh, I like her a lot. She's clearly losing her mind a little bit. The scene where Diane's teaching them how to act like zombies so they can get, get to the pub, get to the Winchester. Oh, and her face is already there. <laughs> yeah. She's like, sorry, I was miles away, dear. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. And the f- fact that is, what's his stepdad, father's name? Phil? Philip. Philip, right. that's right. Don't forget to kill Philip. He has the jag, and like Ed sees it, like, <laughs> <laughs> and he comes out, and the car is just totaled. He's like, oh, we gotta take his car. Has your mom been bitten? No, Philip's been bitten. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they make a, re- a lot of really dumb. Di- they, did they really not know at this point? Like, they had already said the word zombie at this point, which means that they understand yeah. how zombies work. Knowing full well that Philip was bitten, why'd they put him in the car? Well, because... Knowing mom... full well that the car already ha- had, like, its child lock on, why wouldn't they turn that off Because people do a lot in? of dumb shit it's, it, in it, zombie it's movies. The, yes. comedy faction of it, too, yeah. with the child lock. But just the fact that, um... Uh, Sean's... Barbara refuses to go anywhere without Philip. That's true. So she has yep. to convince Philip to come with them. Yeah. People do awful things in zombie movies. This is why we fail, because we're dumb humans. Like, she tries to go into the person's house in the pajamas yeah, and ends well, up getting bit. She gets bit and never tells anyone. It's also People classic. are terrible. Classic. It's she's a trope. Like, she's like early set Alzheimer's or dementia or something, because she's clearly not all there. Yeah. yeah. So Really? I didn't get that vibe from her. I just thought she was like a mom. And no, when she's like, like a little forgetful, but nothing crazy. Like dozing off and then she like she goes oh i think uh what's their faces live here that's why she goes in the house and she's just oh, i little... thought you were just being useless mom like just being a hindrance to the group i thought that was just the trope she was doing i didn't realize could be i mean it could go either way yeah. I, I see it's it just open interpretation so i another little thing that they did that i think is really funny was when they're talk like when phillips locked in the jag and they're like, we have to leave. The man that you knew is gone. He's dead. That thing is not Philip at all as he's turning he turns off the, the radio. radio. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's good. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about Hot Fuzz. Joe, I know you like Sean the Dead more than Hot Fuzz. Corey, what Way to is... bury the lead. What didn't we say? Did you say that last week? Not on the air. Okay. Damn. Joe, what do you like more? <laughs> well, now they know already. It's Sean of the Dead. Well, uh, I figured you, it's a, you've it's seen a, it six times compared to the one time for Hot Fuzz. Yeah. So. It's an editable me- medium. You could just take it again. Good. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> uh, I also am on the Sean of the Dead camp. I think gut reaction... Which one I liked more the first time I watched it was Shaun of the Dead. Hot Fuzz is very good. 
I will preface this Probably saying, a better movie, but I've got more history with Shaun of the Dead. I've only seen Hot Fuzz the one time, so, like, it's almost not fair. Because I don't remember how I feel about Hot Fuzz as much. I know I like this movie. I like Hot Fuzz way more. And way more? Yeah. That's, they had a bigger budget to work with. Well, sure. It looks better. I like the story a lot more. It goes in many different directions. The jokes pay off equally as well. And I just like Officer Nick Angel more than I like Sean, I guess. So, and Ed is—he is more competent. Yes, and this this Nick Frost playing the bumbling friend—it's—it's—it's it's, it's perfect. It's way both movies are way better than this is the end. This is the end is a train wreck. Uh, at World's End. At World's End, that's right. This is the end is a very different movie. And it came out around the same time. Did it really? Yeah, I think oh, they both had like theatrical runs at the same time. That's confusing. Yes, it is. Terrible choice, really. But I didn't know exactly what it. you said. Yep. This is the end. I knew exactly what you meant, though. Right. I didn't even bother with it. I really didn't. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Either. It's it's going to be Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz competing for I've one, two. I've heard it's worth watching. It's not as good as these two, but I've heard it's worth watching at least. It, like, well, my understanding, and I mean, again, I didn't see it, so I don't know. But based on what I saw in previews, it's Shaun of the Dead with like robots. Like, it, like I've got n- no need to. I've seen Shaun of the Dead. Like, I don't need to watch this movie. So, They're trying to fight off killer robots or killer aliens to get to a pub. Like, that's what the movie is. Like, I, why they they've done it already. So Shaun of the Dead's clearly a zombie parody film. Yes. Hot Fuzz is a buddy cop parody film. Sure. I have no idea what our world's end is. Oh, by the way, it's The World's End. At World's End is a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Oh, uh, okay. The I'm world's a moron. End. That's fine. It happens. We've been bouncing around the yes. idea of yeah. the end of the world. So many similar, of similar titles. Yeah. Damn you, movies. The World's End is the name of the bar they're trying to get to. They're trying to do this epic pub crawl. That's, that's the basis of the movie mm-hmm. and i think robots or aliens one of the two or both are in i mean the i'm in so of... far like but it's done uh it's just not good i'll see you one day normally when i buy blu-rays i hate the combo packs because i have like a like an ocd yes, alphabetized do. type deal but I did have you buy the, this one it's just shown in the Huffa's combo pack and i'm like i'm okay with this oh it's just shown in the dead Fuzz. yeah okay. the, it was before um at world's end was a thing. The, the World's End. end. Wow. Yep. Well, the, before the third movie was a thing. <laughs> what is this called? It's got like a, a name, right? A tri- Cornetto, tri- the... Cornetto Trilogy. That's the ice cream they eat. Okay. So, That's what he gets Ed from the store. I, I don't, don't know when they eat it in Hot Fuzz, and I definitely don't know when they eat it in, at the World's End. I don't know when, I don't remember where they eat it for the World's End. Um, in Hot Fuzz, Nick Frost's character eats it a, a couple of times. And is it always Nick Frost? Because he eats it in... This one, he eats it in Hot Fuzz. I would assume it's probably him no, in the third Simon movie. No, Simon Pegg eats it in this one. No. In Shaun of the Dead. No, Nick Frost does. He gets it. He, Ed's sleeping on the couch. He's like, do you want me to get, any, get you anything from the store? Cornetto. Oh, that's right. Okay. And so then he's, he, he's licking it at the end Simon, after they kill Simon all the stuff. Pegg, Simon Pegg purchases it, though. Yeah. yeah. Yes. They both eat it in Hot Fuzz, but... Okay. Yeah. That was an interesting flavor. bit of trivia we did. It's a different flavor. I assume it's a different flavor for the world's end also what was this one so this is red packaging was it strawberry i was guessing strawberry i think it's just like it looks like a like what a nestle's drumstick right that's what i thought of yeah so i think that one's just like a traditional vanilla ice cream type deal this the packaging for the sec for hot fuzz is like a 
like a mint green. So I'm assuming it's like a mint chip ice cream. I really want ice cream now. Right, yeah, me too. Damn of, it. Kind of going that route. Pretty sure I'm stopping at a 7-Eleven on the way home. I don't blame you. Yep. I'm like, uh, uh. <laughs> Took a turn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that's time for us to stone it, right? Yeah, that's probably, yeah, I that's probably true. I got, I got nothing else. This is going to be a short one after I do all the editing of the stuff we had to cut out because hijinks went down during this episode. <laughs> Not as many as the fly episode, but hijinks nonetheless. The fly? The time I was trying to kill the fly for like oh, five minutes. Oh, that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was two weeks ago? Two, three weeks ago, yeah. yeah. But anyway, here's the part of the show where we give each movie that we review a rating of Infinity Stones from 1 to 6. If you give it 6 Infinity Stones, you can also give it an Infinity Gauntlet. I said the word Infinity a lot during this. You sure did. And without further ado, let's give you our ratings for it, and we're going to go to Corey first. So, this movie is really good, and I really enjoy it, historically. But again, it's getting... Historically. Yeah, like every other, like every time I've seen it, I've really enjoyed it. And it's not that I didn't enjoy it this time. It's just that I think I'm getting to a point now where I'm get, starting to feel the diminishing returns that almost inevitably happen with, happen with comedies. Like there are certain ones that are timeless that you can always watch again. This isn't particularly one of them. It doesn't make it a bad movie. But it's going to take a long time for me to come back to it. So for that reason alone, I'm only going to give it three stones. Wow. That was lower than I thought. It could be four, but it's rewatchability at that point. Sure. Sequel, what do you give it? Five stones. <laughs> wow. I watch it every October, like clockwork. It's, it's oh, that's my, a good tradition. It, I can get behind that. It's in my repertoire for uh, Halloween movies. Halloween movies. Um, yeah, it's funny. It's probably my favorite zombie movie by default because I'm not really a big fan of the genre and I like comedy, so this this fits perfectly. Okay. Clever, it's funny. I do like Hot Fuzz a little bit more, but to each its own. Um, yeah, five stones. Oh, fuck it. I'll give it the fourth then. Corey's already been swayed. He's wavering. Yeah. <laughs> we got him. We strike now. <laughs> I'm also unsure if this is my. This might be my favorite zombie movie. I feel like there's another one I really like that I'm not thinking of right now, so I'll leave that up in the air. But no, I really like this movie. I've seen it a bunch of times, and a lot of the jokes still get me. I find a new one each time. So I'm also, I'm a sequel on this one. I'm going five stones. And those are our scores for Shaun of the Dead. If you want to know what your feelings about Shaun of the Dead, or the whole Cornetto trilogy, or why we can't get the title of the third movie right ever. The World's End. The World's End. The World's End. You can send your thoughts in an email to us, zthpodcast at gmail.com. Boom. You can also find us on Twitter at zthpodcast. If you are dancing to Queen in a bar. Right now. Right now. I want you to take a video of it, post that bad boy on Instagram, and send that to us over at zthpodcast. If you're listening to us and dancing to Queen at the same time, good on you. Way to multitask. We're on Correct. Facebook, facebook.com slash ETH podcast, or search for us in Facebook, Zeros Talking Heroes, Zeros and Heroes, and in ES. And find us on your iTunes or your podcast app and give us a five-star rating if you're enjoying the show. Somebody did that, didn't decide to leave a review. That's cool. We thank you for your kind rating. Thanks, Gretchen. Stranger. You said Gretchen? <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, all right, then. We know who that one was. And yeah... <laughs> Leave us a review if you want, and if you do, we'll read it on an episode of the show. And if not, that's cool. Let people know about it. Subscribe. 
These are all the things we'd love for you to do. Thanks for joining us for this edition of Zero's Talking Heroes. Next time we'll be doing Resident Evil. Listener request number five. We got this. We're like halfway there after that. Or over halfway, because it's an odd number. Nine, right? Yeah. So we're not just doing a, a month, we're just going to do all nine? We're just going to do all nine, because... Might as well. Why yeah, got nothing to right. Joker. We'll just do them till Joker. Hey, you're right. There's one left over we do it the week after Joker. I didn't do the math yet. Cool. Neat. Thanks for joining us, and until next time, it's my job to let you know, as always, that every movie out there, someone's favorite movie, Shaun of the Dead, is definitely someone's favorite. They love zombies. And comedy. Take care, everybody. It's lunch. What'd you say? It's lunch. Slunch? 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 Yeah. Irish for cheers. Oh. Okay. Didn't know that.